Thank you for tuning into the New Covenant Life Christian Church podcast, where we are loving God and loving his people. It's all about him. Our focus is spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ and advancing his kingdom in the earth. If you would like more information about our ministry, please give us a call at 334-258-6181 or send an email to newcovenantlife2020 at gmail.com. Now, let's join Pastor Pete Pierce for today's life-changing word. So our theme for the year, what is our theme for the year? Once again, it's teach me. Amen. What's the rest of it? Moving from knowing to showing, applying godly wisdom to our lives. And our foundational scripture for that is coming from Psalms what? 86 and 11. And it says this. Teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may live according to your truth. Grant me purity of heart so that I might. Amen. Amen. Is anybody getting that in your spirit? Well, I want you to. I'm going to keep on putting it in there until we. Till we come to a close in the end. Amen. So the scripture for today is coming out of Philippians chapter 2 verses 1 through 5. What I wanted to do today is to take a few minutes and kind of talk about or to, to teach even some of the things that were um, taught while we were at the conference. You know, one of the, and I just, I just kind of pulled the scripture and then sharing some things that was coming from my heart. As you know, we went to Christian House of Prayer on last two weeks ago. And we're down there for the Leaders That Lead conference, and it was a blessing. They had a theme of one house. And as I continued to just meditate on that, and then I even saw the ladies out there fellowshipping and coming together, it just continued to, to minister to me with the one house um, theme and a one house mantra and what this scripture is saying to us as believers. So I'm gonna, first, I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation because we're able to put that one on the screen. And then I'm going to read it from the CEV translation. It's the um, contemporary English version. And unfortunately, we don't have that one yet on the, on the screens, but we're going to be getting that because I kind of like how that in, um, how it's worded in that particular translation. But coming out of Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 5, from the New Living Translation, it says it like this. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ, any comfort from his love, any fellowship together in the spirit, are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with, with each other, loving one another and working together with one mind and one purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble. Thinking of others as better than yourself. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take interest in others too. And verse number five says, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Now I want to read that same five passages of scriptures from the CEV version. It says this, Christ encourages you and his love comforts you. God's spirit unites you and you are con concerned for others. Now make me completely happy. This is Paul talking to the Philippian church. Make me completely happy. Live in harmony by showing love for each other. Be united in what you think as if you were one person. Don't be jealous or proud, but be humble and consider others more important than yourself. 
care about them as much as you care about yourselves and think the same way that Christ Jesus thought. Amen? Amen. And for a title for today, it's just simply this. We are one. Somebody say, we are one. We are one. One team, one, team. one, fight, one fight, and one house. one house. Father, we bless you on today. We thank you for your presence being in this room, in this place right now. Now, God, just be with us as we continue to um, share what you've placed in our heart. Holy Spirit, you're the great teacher. You're the one who's going to be the teaching on today. And we pray again for the miracle of the soul that everybody's heart is open. God, to receive the word of God. Five, four out of four, everyone here today is good ground. Somebody say, I'm good ground. I'm good ground. And they're going to receive something from your word today, some 30, some 60, and some 100-fold. God, for their good and for your glory and for our growth. We love you. Can do absolutely nothing without you. It's in the matchless name of your son, Jesus, that we do pray. And all the people of God shout it. Amen, amen, amen. You know, once again, man, it was, it was truly a blessing to see the ladies hanging out this um, particular, this past weekend. And I want to, you know, we're going to do more and more of that kind of stuff. You know, I say this all the time, and I... Um, I, I believe that, uh, well, since what the scripture has been laid out too, a strong church is a, is a church of families. Amen. It's a church where, where people come together and love one another for real. Amen. Love somebody with the love of the Lord. And here's the thing about um, real love. Real love doesn't look the same all the time. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, so when you love somebody for real, you can love them at their best, you can love them at their worst, mediocre, or whatever. You can love, when you love someone for real, you love them when they're getting on your last nerve. Amen? And how many know when you're a real family, you're going to get on each other's nerve? You ain't going to like each other all the time. But love, love supersedes all of that. That's why I love this scripture, man. It talks, it talks about be humble. Don't you Listen, you can't fake love. Because sooner or later, the real deal is going to show up. Amen. You know, we say we can count on one another. You mean, brother, if you need something, just, you know, just whenever, <laughs> whenever, just call me. Ring, ring. <laughs> ring, ring. And now we done messed up, got the cell phones where you I ain't gonna. <laughs> you just sit them the voicemail. <laughs> right? Is that real love? Now don't, don't get me wrong. There's sometimes, man, you know, you can't put yourself in bondage. This is what real love, what a brother or sister would do sometimes. When you get that call and your brother or your sister say, hey, man, I need some help right now. And at the moment, if you can't, if you really can't, I'm not talking about you just, you can't do it at that moment. You know, don't make up nothing. Don't lie about it. Amen. Just say, man, I'm sorry. I can't do, I can't help you right now, but maybe can we find somebody? Whatever. But just don't lie about it. I, I, I hate phony people. Anybody like me? <laughs> well, check this out. Don't you be phony. Amen, amen. So, you know, we were dealing with this, and it really blessed me when once we found out what um, Pastor Val had as far as the, the new mantra for CCI and one house, man, we just fit right into that. 
And the scripture that they had was just incredible. And it was Paul, man. Paul wrote this, this letter to the church of Philippi when he was actually in prison. And he wrote several letters, even in Ephesians. He, at different times, he would encourage them to just stay together. He would encourage them to love one another. Amen. To, to be the body of Christ. I want you to remember this. This is something I heard when we were there at the house of prayer. I would always think it, just didn't know how to say it. Amen. But now I know, I like this little, you know, how to say it. The church at its birth is the church at its best. Amen. Can you say that? The church at its birth is the church at its best. Well, what do you, what do you mean about that? Well, you know, we always trying to figure out how to do this church thing, what we call. How to, you know, how to, how to do, go back to the book of Acts and find out how the church began. It only gets better. And the way it gets better, it gets bigger. They fellowship. Amen. They continued in the apostles doctrine. What was the apostles doctrine? It was about who Jesus Christ is. Everything we do in the body of Christ, in the church, we have to always, always point to him. Everything. Amen. He's in the book. He's in every, he, listen, he is in every book of the Bible. Jesus is. Why? Because it's all about him. So as we grow as a church, as long as we keep the main thing, the main thing, God is going to be glorified. Amen. So you don't have to recreate nothing. Right? And it's not all about the programs. And we're going to praise God, man, as we continue to grow, especially when we get in our building, there's certain things we're going to do and certain people we may bring in or whatever. But if that stuff doesn't glorify God, it is for naught. It don't mean nothing. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. It's not how many, listen, it's not what you post that matters and how many people respond. Is the thing that you posted, did he get glory? Sometimes we get to the place where now in the social media, you know, realm that we live in, everything we do, we want to post. Sometimes we can't even enjoy that particular moment because we're trying to share it with somebody else. And the reason we're trying to share it with somebody else is so they can respond. Help me, Holy Ghost. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy God while he's there. Now, don't get me wrong, man. All that stuff has its place. There's sometimes I'll see different things on social media where people had certain, you know, encounters or experiences that will bless my socks off. Amen. But ain't nothing like being in that moment. Being in the moment. Somebody say be in the moment. You got to be right there. Amen. So Paul is right in this church. To, this, to the church, writing this letter to the church of Philippi. And what's amazing, too, is when Paul wrote some of the some most powerful letters that he wrote, man, he was in a Roman prison. And the prisons that they were in back then is nothing like the ones we have right now. So he, he's going through all his suffering himself, and he's writing and encouraging these churches. It's just such a blessing. So um, Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 2, it says this. Is there, if there, I love how he kind of, like how the New Living Translation puts it, it kind of has like in questions. Is there any encouragement for, from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from his love? Any fellowship? He's asking these questions to him, making them think. You see what I'm saying? 
any fellowship together in the spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassion? Do you have tender and compassionate hearts? Because he's talking to believers. Amen? So that's what I'm, I'm saying to our, we as a church. Is your heart tender? Do you have compassion in your heart? Amen. This is what he, this is what he said to that particular church. Amen. Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together with what, what kind of mind? One, mind? one mind and one purpose. The goal of everything that we do in this church it should be to give the Lord Jesus Christ glory. That's the mind and the purpose that we have. Amen. And then now I'm going to flip on over to the CEV. I know you guys don't have it, but just listen. I'm going to read that again. It says, Christ encourages you and his love comforts you. God's spirit unites you and you are concerned for others. Right. Amen. Amen. Now make me completely happy. Completely happy. I believe Paul is saying, I hear what y'all saying you're doing. Now make me completely happy by doing it. <laughs> Amen. Just by doing it. Now make me completely happy. Live in harmony by showing love for each other. Now we understand what harmony is. Amen. That means that you don't have to be the same. That means he says live together where you guys can make beautiful music in harmony. Love one another. Come together. Amen. You cannot beat people that, that that's why gangs are so powerful. Amen. They do some crazy stuff, but guess what? They living in harmony. And they living together. They got one concern and one purpose. It may not be that good, but amen. But praise the name of Jesus. Make me completely happy and live in harmony by showing love one for another. Be united in what you think. And we're going to talk about that as if you were only one person. Be united in, in what you think as if you were only one person. Now that comes, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to that a little later, dealing with even with Ephesians. What causes us to, to think the same way? What causes us to think the same way is the word of God. It's in order to have our mind, Romans chapter 12, right? Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. If all of our minds are been renewed by the word of God, then we're going to think the same way. So that means when I'm with my brother or my sister and, you know, they may say something that's kind of kind of out there or they may not be thinking right as a brother, as a sister, I can say, no, you're seeing it wrong. You're not seeing it through the lens of Christ. You may be seeing that through your own feelings. It's like, I understand how you feel, right? But what does God have to say about this particular situation? Amen. Now, we're talking about when that happens to all of us. So that's where the scriptures start to come in. Iron sharpens iron. Amen. Amen. One mind. Amen. You can't have your BET version about what we're dealing with. Amen, somebody. Because that, you know, because you be, what does that mean, Pastor? Well, you're feeding yourself that stuff. What you're feeding your mind and you're feeding your thinking is things from the world. Right? So listen, don't come to me with, to, to turn the other cheek or to pray for them. I don't even know what you're talking about. You know why? Because you just saw it on the, the Real Housewives or whatever. 
Faith comes by hearing. But what are you hearing? What are you seeing? Because I promise you, if you continue to hear the wrong things, continue to see the wrong things, your faith is going to be strong in those areas. But when we come together as one body, we can encourage each other. We can live in harmony and be united in this word. Amen, somebody. We need to be united in the word. And then going back to the New Living Translation, I'm going to be bouncing back and forth. Amen. New Living Translation, verse number three says this. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Now, come on, somebody. Because you know, man, listen, I'm going to tell you, it takes the Lord Jesus Christ to help all of us with our selfishness. Because you know you want you to be the best you you can be. Oh, come on, help me, Holy Ghost. You know it's true. But when you're not selfish, you have concern for others. Right? You have a, no, I'm talking about a real concern for others. And don't try to impress each other, others. And man, we're, listen, I, we're guilty of this in the body. I'm so glad that we still, I love the church. First of all, listen, I love my church. I love you guys with the love of the Lord. And at the same token, I love the church. I love the church down the street. I love the church around a corner. If they're, if, listen, if they're claiming Jesus Christ as Lord, they may do things different from me, but I love that church. Come on, somebody. Why? Because we're one body. We are one body. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble. When you're not selfish and you don't try to impress each other, humility, that's, it really should go the other way. When you're humble, you won't be selfish. When you're humble, you won't try to impress nobody else. I ain't got to try to impress you. Amen. I don't have to stand before you. Praise the, name of the, praise the name of the Lord. Now, that doesn't mean that, you know, certain gifts or certain things or certain personalities won't be a blessing to each other. But I ain't trying to do that. When I stand before you, I'm not trying to impress you. Come on, somebody. I want to be that lead sheep. I want to be your pastor. I want to be someone that's able to feed you. Not impress you. Because, listen, you can't live by me impressing you. Do you hear what I'm saying? Do you, come on now. Because when you go through the fire, man, you got to have this book. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble. Thinking of others as better than yourselves. Amen. Don't look out only for your own interests. But take an interest in others too. It can't be just about you and yours. Amen, somebody. So we as a body of Christ, it has to be about each other. It blessed me. Fanny said that, um, you know, the ladies were getting ready to go and they were about to come down. They found out that Mama Snowden didn't have up. She was going to drive by herself. But Tanya stepped up and said, no, you ain't. No, I'm coming to get you. That's what I'm talking about. Come on now. That's being a family. That's looking out for one another. And matter of fact, what runs through your mind is, do someone need a ride? Or do someone need this? Are you good? You okay? Everybody okay? I mean, you really think that way. 
And here's the thing. Here's the, here's the revelation of a difference. You may not have it all together. Remember I told you the story about when, when Fanny's friend, they were driving and Fanny about to run out of gas. He said, girl, you always trying to run out of gas. Now, she kind of corrected me the other day. I thought it was $5, but she had 10 so her, her, her friend, Rita, she had $10. She said, well, here, listen, take the t you take five, and I'll take five. And put some gas in this car. Amen, somebody. That, that's how we have to be. If you need something that I have, amen, it may, listen, it may inconvenience me for a, for a moment. But if I have the real love, and if I'm giving from my heart and really giving it to you, hey, because we are blessed to what? Be a blessing. I can't wait till you, listen, I tell you, you keep hanging around me long enough, you can get blessed by the overflow. Amen. Because that's just who we are. Then verse number five, it says, you must have the same attitude that Christ had. Now let's read that same thing from the message translation real quick, real quick. From the message. We do have the message, don't we? I think we do. There we go. Now, sometimes it. Yeah, dog. This one, this one reads a little different from my message version. So just bear with me as I read this one. Okay? Y'all all right? Amen. Amen. Are you listening? Amen. It says this from the message translation. If, you're, if you've gotten anything at all out of following Christ, if his love has made any difference in your life, if being in a community of the spirit means anything to you, if, if you have a heart, if you, if you care, then do me a favor. Agree with each other. Love each other. Be deep-spirited friends. I'm going to put a pin in that. It says, listen, he said, do me a favor. Agree with one another. Amen. Now, agreement, the Bible says in Amos 3 and 3, how can two walk together? What? Except they be agreed. And a lot of times when we read that scripture, it almost means that you've got to, you know, you're almost on the same level. But what if I was to tell you agreement is also submission? If I am agreeing with you, that means I may be in a situation where I am just submitted to you. So you just like, let me take a, give you a military example. So in the military, you have, you know, I love the formations. Y'all remember that? Man, oh man. Moving them troops. Calling cadence. Man, that's one. I miss that. Fall in. Click all up. So you got one person. One person can move a whole squad. A company, it, they can move a battalion, they can move a brigade. I've seen them move a whole post. One person. And you know what? Here's the revelation of a difference. They were agreed. So they were able to walk together. You know why they were agreed? All the other ones were submitted to the one. And because they had the same mind, they understood the same stuff. When the one stood in front of them and said, fall in, click. Forward. So everybody, because they had the same mind, 
Come on, listen to me now. They had the same mind. They got the same understanding. They got the same word. They were thinking as one person. Fall in. Fall word. Mark, one, two, three, four. Man, and you'll move that whole whatever it is. Everybody moving because of the voice of one person. Why? Because they were agreed. And if you weren't agreed, everybody knew it. <laughs> if everybody went right and you went left, oops, amen. So agree with each other in love. And be deep-spirited friends. I like the way it puts it there. Don't, it's basically saying, don't be phony friends. Oh, my God. I was, me and Brother Johnny were driving back, and we were talking about, you know, man, talking about growing up and all that good stuff. We had a good time, good conversation. And we are talking about friends, man. One of the things, man, my daddy used to, oh, my God, when I would come home as a kid and talk about my friends, he'd be like, boy, <laughs> You don't even know what a, I'm tired of you. My friend, you my friend. He talking about them people don't care nothing about them little friends get you in trouble. You keep following them little friends. Amen. I had a witness, my brother followed his friends one day. And his friends started stealing. Man, follow my brother home with a gun in his hand. Told my daddy, he said, listen, I could have killed your son today. You know why? He was hanging with his friends. That's what I'm about to say, your friends. But when you have deep-spirited friends, you have those deep-spirited friends where you know you can count on them. And, man, I, I, listen, I believe God. I, I was talking to Joe, and he, he said, man, I love the brothers in, in, in our church right now. Just some genuine men. And the sisters feel the same way. Now, I told you on last week that what God is doing for us as NCL, New Covenant Life Christian Church, is he's building a foundation. All right. Amen. He's building a foundation by teaching us, right, the word of God. It's all about him. We're not concerned about being, you, you know, uh, the famous church or whatever. We want to be the church of the Lord Jesus Christ the one that he died for, the one that we can go back, that the church at its best, at its birth of the church at its best, we can track ourselves back to this book. And what happens is the more you guys fellowship, when God continues to bring other people in, and he is, because there's people who need to be saved. There's people who need to be, be healed and set free. Amen. So when they come and talk to you, come on now, you, they're going to understand what a deep-spirited friend is. Sheep, goats, and wolves is what you have in any, anybody. We, we, we all sheep. Amen. I'm just the lead sheep. Now, you're going to have some goats. People are going to continue to buck. But when you have sheep, man, that come together, they'll deal with that goat. So when somebody comes to you with mess, you say, no, uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, we ain't having it. And then what happens is they hang around you long enough, that little gopish mentality, attitude, start to fall off. All of a sudden, instead of bucking, it be, bah. Amen. <laughs> Amen, somebody. Why? Because we have one mind. 
one heart. Then it goes on to say, it says, don't push your way to the front. Don't try to, I love this. Don't sweet talk your way to the top. It'd be a shame to get to the top and you ain't prepared. You can't handle it. Amen. Don't try to sweet talk your way to the top. Put yourself aside and help others get ahead. Amen. Don't be impressed with getting your own, um, don't be obsessed, I'm sorry, uh, with getting your own advantage. Forget yourselves long enough to lend a helping hand. It's not about us. Man, that's right. It can't always be about you. Amen. It's about helping others. And then verse number five, it says this. Think of yourselves the way Christ Jesus thought of himself. Now, the King James Version says this, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Well, what was his mind? Let's keep reading. Amen. Go back to the King James Version, verse number five. I'm sorry, verse number six. Well, go ahead. We're going to start at five. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Now, verse number six says this. Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of man. This is the mind of Christ to be humble, to, be, to not be selfish, to put the need of others above himself. This is what he did. But he made himself of no reputation, took upon, him, took upon him the form of a servant, and made in the likeness of men. In verse number, number 8, it says, and being found and fastened as man, he did what? Humbled he humbled himself. He humbled himself. It wasn't that the father said, you're going to do this. No, Jesus said, I have to do this. So listen, this is what I'm going to do. He humbled himself and became obedient to death, unto death, even the death of what? The, the death of the cross, a horrific death. Yes. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross and despised the shame. Yes, Lord, it's all wrapped up in here. He endured what he had to endure because of us, because of you. To be able to come together and gather. You talking about the mind of Christ. You got, I got the mind of Christ. Oh yeah. The proof is not in the pudding. The proof is in the eating. Let's follow your life. And being found in fashion as man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. But you prayed it this morning, I almost shouted, that at the name of Jesus, some knees, every knee should bow of the things in heaven and the things of earth and things under, under the earth. At the name of Jesus, cancer has to bow. Anything that has a name is under the name of Jesus. 
So listen, I don't care what new disease come along. I don't care what new thing come along. It's like this. When they give it a name, it has to bow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Come on now. You can call it the watchman call it. I don't care. The watchman call it has to bow under the name of Jesus. Everything has to bow. Bow under the name of Jesus. Why? Because he humbled himself. And that every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And here's the thing, man. You know, people talk about they have atheists and I don't believe in God. You believe, you just don't know it. Because one day you're going to confess. Listen, now that day may be too late, but one day you're going to confess. You can be walking on your way straight to hell, but you're going to confess that was the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, somebody. Every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Then verse number 12, it says, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence. I love this. Paul is saying to them, not, listen, you've obeyed this stuff not just when I was around. Right? Here's the thing, not just when we gather. What happens when you go home? It's not when we're in the tent. Come on, that's right. How are you when you're at home? Amen. And where did I stop? It says, wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. And here it is. He says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Now, that word fear is not to be afraid. We're not, listen, you're not working out your, your, your our salvation with with fear to be afraid. That's just reverence. Amen. That word fear there in this context, it means reverence with respect to work it out with reverence, right? Reverential fear. And here's the word trembling. Amen. I didn't give you the Greek word. I'm just going to give you the definition of it. Amen. It says it's used to describe the anxiety of one who distrusts his own ability completely to meet all requirements but religiously does his utmost to fulfill his duty. So what we're doing in, the, in, this, in this Christian life, in, in this kingdom life, is you, we have to work out our own soul salvation. To work it out means you walk it out. Amen? It says we work it out, not work for it. You can't work for your salvation. Do you understand what I'm saying? So sometimes people believe that you, you know, that you got, you, almost like you check the blocks to try to work something out. No, what you do, man, he says, you walk out your own soul salvation. So all of us have a different walk. And we walk the life that we live as a believer, the way to walk it out is how? Through faith. So listen, every day of your life, man, God is, he, he's, He's, you're being, we've been what? Transformed and conformed. Don't ever forget that, man. Listen, sometimes when you're at your, your worst, right? Somebody said, man, I thought you were a Christian. I am. I'm just being transformed and conformed. Amen. Amen. I'm walking it out. Walk it out. Walk out your soul salvation. 
with fear and trembling, reverence, amen, to the Lord, knowing that you can't do it in your own strength. But you're going to walk it out and walk it out how? By faith. Every day, man, you, you're walking this thing out. Every day, man, God, you're getting closer and closer to be more and more like him. You're just walking it out. Somebody say, I'm just walking it out. The only way to walk it out is to, is to, to walk it out by faith because we walk how? And not how? By sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. But here's the thing now. Remember, remember we talked about faith. Everyone is given the measure of faith. Every believer, every person born is given the measure of faith. And there's enough faith to, 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 to confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, and believe that he was raised from the dead. And the Bible says that you shall be saved, but you have to do that by faith. And that's the measure that everyone is given. But once you're given that measure, the growth of your measure comes through. It comes through the word. And that's how you walk it out as you continue to walk it out, man. You know, salvation, soteria, it means everything that God has for you has already been given to you. Oh, my God. Did you hear what I just said? Everything, everything, everything that God has for you has already been given to you. Now, what you have to do is to walk it out and receive it by faith. Come on, somebody. You have to walk it out and ooh, learn to receive it. But I just looked at the time. That's where that ooh came from. <laughs> to walk it out and work, and work it out and, and do that by faith. Amen. One, one last scripture, and this is just going to give you a preview of next week. And I'm going to talk to you next week of how all of us are to walk this thing out and work it out by faith. Amen, Amen somebody. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse 13. You could give us some soft music there, my brother, because we about to close it up. I didn't, I didn't realize what time it was. Amen. Anybody, y'all all right? Has anybody received anything today? Amen. Amen. Four, verse 13 from the King James Version. Amen. Somebody said, just walk it out. Amen. And it says this, we having the same spirit of faith. And we're going to talk about having the same spirit of faith. I'm telling you, we are one, man. One team, one faith, I mean, one fight, one house. We're in this thing together. And what, what Paul is saying in this particular letter, we should have one mind. And that mind is the mind of Christ. It's the mind that places others before yourself. It's the mind of humility. It's the mind that has selflessness. Amen. A mind that loves one another. So it says this, we have in the same spirit of faith according as it is. Somebody say, it's written. I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore we speak. So on next week, we're going to talk to you about hearing, believing, speaking, seeing, receiving, keeping, and increasing. Those are the ingredients of how to walk this thing out. I hope y'all come back next week. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Can I pray for you? Father, we bless you on today. We magnify you, God. We, we give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. You are so incredible. Thank you for your presence on this morning. Thank you for your tangible presence this morning.
We thank you for the word that was sown today. God, we bless you that it's been sown on good ground. And because of that, God, we're going we're gonna to bring forth fruit in our lives, some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. Now, we don't take it for granted that everybody here is saved. If you're here today and you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, listen, after service, we're just going to ask you to come down and we're going to tell you what you need to do to be saved, to give your life to the Lord. Or you may be here and you say, you know what, I... I know the Lord, but I've kind of walked away from him. I've strayed from him. The thing about the Lord that we love is that, listen, you can walk away from him, but he'll never walk away from you. Once you give your life to the Lord, man, he's with you everywhere. He's he with you in the club, wherever you're at, he's still there with you. The Bible says he's married to the backslider. And the fourth and final invitation, if you're looking for a church home, amen, we are a church right now that it is, we're in its infancy as a local assembly. That means that we're still building this thing. And we need people that, that don't mind getting your hands dirty. Amen. Opening your heart to build this thing together. Amen. So when the walls are there and the roof is there, You'll be a part of the foundation that was laid. And we thank God. We're looking for those kind of people. And if that's you, after service, same thing. We're going to ask you to come down. And we'll tell you what you need to do. Become a, a member of this church. Now, Father, for the rest of our day, God, even on today as we go home and do whatever we do, take a nap or whatever, God, just have us continue to stay focused on who you are. That you love us unconditionally. Focus on you. Now, we, we love you, Jesus. We bless you. We absolutely know and understand we can't do nothing in and of ourselves. But with you, all things are possible. And we ask these things in your son Jesus' name. And all the people of God shouted. Thank you for spending time listening to the word of God. We pray that today's message has fallen on good ground and will produce a 30, 60, or even 100-fold harvest in your life. If you would like more information about our ministry, please give us a call at 334-258-6181 or send an email to newcovenantlife2020 at gmail.com. Don't forget to join us next week. Be sure to subscribe to the New Covenant Life Christian Church Podcast and click share to share with friends and family because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God bless you and have a safe and prosperous week.